Yeah, everyone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sights set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. Man, I don't want to be that guy. Okay, welcome on back to Mr.'s Irrelevant, the podcast. Not to be confused with the book. This is the podcast version. <laughs> not the novel. That's right. This is not the novelization. It's not fan fiction. It's, it's I'm real. Young Nam's working on that over there. Nam. I'm just working on hosting the show over here. It's your quarterback, Padre. And how are you, though, young uh, Nam? Your boy E Nam, aka Young, taunting penalty, doing all right today. Hmm. Doing all right this week. We're getting a little repetitive here with your. Uh... I mean, the Cowboys would start losing. I'd have something else to say. All right, Young TP, and of course we've got Cheesehead Marv as usual in the third chair. How are you doing, CH? Uh, I'm not doing well. Uh, I'm not doing. I'm. I'm actually. Like, my life is in shambles right now. Well, distraught. Everything's going to shit. It's just not good. It's not good. I mean, at least so you are wearing your L.A. Dodgers hat still, and uh, Dodgers up two two one over the Cubs as we speak. So right. I mean, I gotta grab. I gotta you. grab onto something, I guess. But <sighs> everything's bad. Should we just get right into it, or or should we save it for a bit? Nah, I guess we have to. I guess we pretty much have to open with this one. Yeah, yeah let's address if you, uh, the Of course, if, you wanna, if you're subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound podcast feed, you'd be listening to all the, the shows. By the way, check out a, an episode of a new show called Brooklyn Banter or something. Uh, I probably should have pulled the name. But, uh, it was dope. But yeah, it's me and, me and regular old pod and I'm back talking. We talked a lot of baseball, so I yeah, made predictions for the ALCS, NLCS. So listen to that, but... Prior to that one on the feed was Week 6 Picks and Wagers. That was the name of that episode. I do remember that one because, specifically, the wager was your Green Bay Packers, Marv, your Dallas Cowboys, Eric, matched up in Week 6. As it turns out, me and Marv both sided with the Packers to win the game, whereas Eric went with his squad. But the more important part is a bet was made. It was basically like a sequel. So this would be in the trilogy. The Misters are out. Trilogy, yeah. A trilogy, yeah. I've won the first two. Okay. Well, as far as for Misters Robin podcast, this would be only the second year. Right, right, right. Right. So the bet is whoever's team loses, the losing fan has to bring a bottle, a liquor bottle, a high class one, into the winner, the winning fan. Well, I brought moonshine last time, so... <laughs> That's right, some Arkansas, Arkans of moonshine. Whoop! And, uh, can you do, like, an accent, like a southern accent like that? Like, Tell you how... what, that boy can throw a football. Whoop! <laughs> all right, so, like, that's what I the... wish he would just talk like that all the time instead of this, this fake, uh, you know, newscaster voice that he has on this. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, I could go either way on that. I kind of like the newscaster voice, but, uh... Maybe slip a little more of the southern jaw in from time to time. I'll work on it. I'll, I'll uh, work on it, y'all. But this year, you don't have to reach for the moonshine or anything else again because the Packers were defeated at home by the Cowboys and Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. 
and the whole crew, uh, Sean Lee and the rest. Though, did uh, Mo Claiborne get, or Morris as you call him, get, get her in this game? I thought I saw that. She got laid yeah. by Sean Lee, though, right? Yeah. By his own team. A- accident, accident, but yeah, I'm it not sure. terrible. Yeah. It didn't look great on film. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to play next week. Uh, I believe we have a bye this yeah, week. Yeah, no one's so playing cool. this, uh, yeah, this week. But anyway, that's you know part of the reason, or probably the main reason, why Marv is not looking too great over there. Yeah, man. It's just bad. It's bad all around in, uh, in Packerland. Uh, it's, not, still, it's not time to relax anymore. still have a winning record, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't... It's all... I don't know how they do it. It's a facade. The defense has been okay, but it's bad. Like, that game... I was I was at a loss for words. I couldn't believe it. I, I wasn't even mad. I was just kind of, like, stunned. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I couldn't believe they were that bad on offense. Because I don't even think the defense was that bad. We were down our top three cornerbacks. Right, no, Sam Shields still. Right, and, and, you know, the Cowboys pulled away later. I don't think the defense was a problem. I just couldn't believe mm-hmm. the offense was that bad. Yeah, um, well, it really, like, it really bothered me toward the end because, like, you guys – you were down, it was like 24 or 23 or 24 to like nine. Immediate, like six play touchdown drive. Right. So you right back well, into it. I you thought, know, Here that's just how go. football works. You guys yeah. have the game one, like you don't care. Yeah. You just, you know, you're just running out clock at that point. Seven to nine. But it was insane to me. Like we had a first and goal at the two or the four. It was the four, yeah. Uh, and Rodgers just fumbles. Yeah. He threw an interception. I've never seen him throw a worse interception than he in threw. In the red zone? No, no, no. He they, he fumbled in the red zone. The interception he threw uh, was picked off by the safety. Uh, I forget his name. Carr, I think, on your team. Uh, church, I think. Church, church. There you go. And it, it was like he never saw him. I've never seen him throw a pick uh, worse than that. Because it was... No it looked, in there, yeah. He looked like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he, he threw it right to our guy. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible, man. It, yeah. it, it, I don't so know. I he, missed, he missed Randall Cobb in a wide-open touchdown twice, one breaking away and then the other when they were in the red zone, probably at the 20, and he just sailed it over his head. It just, I don't know, man. It doesn't look like the same guy. So do you buy the counterfactual that like currently the problem is Aaron Rodgers, the problem with your offense, and that... The problem is that since you have such a good O-line now, and these aren't the days where he was having to dance away from would-be sackers on every down, that he's playing a different style of offense that he's not used to, and he should be playing more of that improvisational uh, run around, find a guy 30 yards downfield uh, after seven seconds. So he shouldn't, be, he shouldn't be playing that. He, he shouldn't, shouldn't be running around because he has all the time in the world. Right. That would be some of the most words fit into a question ever. Right. I mean... <laughs> I, I do buy into that to a certain extent For because okay. he he just doesn't look the same. He's missing guys completely. Something's happening, yeah. Right. With that said, there's also Mike McCarthy sucks. He's not so, good. So, yeah. You yeah. said no relaxing for the Packers, and they really have no time to do so anyway. They're on Thursday night, still at home again. Thursday night this week with the rival Bears rolling in. Uh, and I didn't, even, I didn't even get to Eddie Lacy's out, Starks is out. Our top three Who's cornerbacks the are out. Then? So the Packers traded for Nile Davis. All oh, right, the I did see that. Well, season one. saved. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're bringing up Don Jackson from the practice squad. Ty Montgomery was taking a couple carries out the backfield last week. We have absolutely no running game right now. And oh, Lacey, Starks is out four weeks. That's a given. Lacey is not a specific number, but they're saying multiple weeks. I've even heard some rumblings about IR. 
I don't think they'll do that though because Sam Shields just went on IR and you can only yeah. re- you know only one person can return and I guess that's Shields. So I I'm not sure, man. It it really really looking grim. Are you nervous about this game at all? Yeah. We lost to them last year in Green Bay and that was really the beginning of of the downfall. I'm sorry. I'm I'm behind. Who are you playing this week? The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. I wouldn't be worried about the Bears if I were you. Hoyer the Destroyer. Yeah, unless, he hasn't thrown unless a that's pick. old on Hoyer the Destroyer. Yeah. He hasn't thrown a pick. Yeah. Um, if they do lose the pack, Matter Dak, you get one then. Do you think McCarthy should they should just fire him at this point, or you or advocate a move like that mid season when they're still in it? I don't think the Packers will do it. They never have. We've well, got that weird thing with the shareholders. There's not like an owner of the team who can just decide to no, fire, no. right? Right. Well, that's really on on Ted Thompson and. and uh, who's the OC for Pack? Uh, the offensive coordinator. It was Tom Clements, but uh, he calls the plays. McCarthy. Yeah. Because like some the of these some of these teams have had well the Ravens did it last week and they ended up losing still but the Bills did it and they they haven't lost since doing that like fire the coordinator move. I don't know. I don't know. I the Packers just never make moves like this. I don't think they would fire him. I'm going to be honest, I don't know if I would be against it. I was always, I'm never the type to, to try to overreact and say, oh, man, they need to get rid of the coach. But McCarthy isn't doing anything to help these guys, I feel. Like, the play calling is the same as it always is. It's as predictable as, as ever. And, and then it's just really confusing and doesn't make any sense. First and goal, I've mentioned this to you. Yep. Y- you run a quarterback draw, five receiver set. Eddie Lacy at that point was averaging five yards a carry. And he seems like he was hurtling over people. It seemed like he was okay to go at that moment. Why don't you give him the ball? He hasn't scored a touchdown all year. His average carry to date, he's over five yards a carry to date. They're just not feed- they weren't feeding him enough, and now he's hurt. How it's, did he get hurt? Uh, his ankle. He, he twisted his ankle the, the previous game against the Giants. So it was a little tender going into this Cowboys game, and I guess he just might have made it worse. Wow. But All right, well, it, as they say. Yeah, it's just bad. Man. We'll uh, we'll get into that. We'll pick that game in just a minute and and do the whole week seven pick slate here. But just to refresh from week six, we'll have a touch on Mister's mix up. So, Marv, you you well, you got uh, you got uh, you're the only one who's touchdown scorer actually went in. That was Howard from the Bears. Nice. All other five put up access of our picks you got uh he didn't have that many yards though right? no, only 34 yards in the game and then you got 15 points from the cubs so far having one win right. in the last seven days and you could be adding some more later this week i don't know but but you you had 607 to start and your total now is 666 oh seriously you're in Literal and figurative NFL health. Absolutely. Right Definitely. Meanwhile, I, uh, of course, am out on the baseball front with those damn Rangers. Well, I don't care. I'm glad they're, for personal reasons, I'm glad they're they're gone for. But uh, I got Whoa. plenty of good yards from Ezekiel Elliott again. Almost 200 yards. 174 yards combined uh, passing, uh, or not passing, but combined receiving and just running. And I got I was the only road win of the week, which mm-hmm. was of course that Cowboys win. I'm up to one thousand one hundred and seventeen in second place, and then it's still in the lead is is Young and Taunter with uh, you got forty five more points from three Cleveland Indians wins. 
you got uh, not as many rookie yards as you've been getting, only 49 this week, but that's oh, still only. some. The one rookie didn't play, Richard, he did, I don't know why, he must have got hurt before the game or something. You I mean, is Latavius uh, Murray back? Washington was in, Murray hasn't back Murray's either. Back. And then you got uh, Cleveland rookie yards, you got uh, 79 of those from a couple of their young receivers. Not bad. Not bad. You're at 1,335. Y'all are kind of catching so, it. I'm only a, point a discrepancy. What's the discrepancy there? Uh, Jordan Howard has six receiving yards, so he had 40 total yards. Oh, I have uh, made a mistake. Uh, to correct my math here. That's unfortunate because I really liked that. Yeah, that's <laughs> it about your number. So six more yards are getting added to it? Yes, sir. All right, I'll take so it. that's uh, 672 is the, is the total. Good. Uh, you're climbing out of hell. You got your hand coming out of the ground. I'm trying. I'm trying. Fiery pits. Evil Dead style. All right, so we'll talk more Mr.'s mix-up contest later when we make our selections this week. Now the, the Cowboys aren't a buy, so that means I get to, uh, by the rules we set up, I get to select any other random touchdown scorer. And I think I've made my selection already, but nice. touch on that later. Good for you. But, Marv, you're off the bat with two selections you're going to have to make in this Thursday night game because you have the Bears and the Pack. Yep. And uh, young taunting penalty. You won again. Week six. Yeah. You took it down. All right. So it's three to two to one? That's right. All right. <laughs> Getting on sixes again, Marv. You only had six games picked right in week Yeah, six. it was a bad week, man. It's just it was a brutal bad. week for all of us. I'm pretty sure I won uh, with yes. seven. We were both eight and seven. Uh, me and you, Eric. We tied, but you won on the tiebreaker. Which so, okay. so just to break it down quickly, I successfully took Giants Island, and I successfully took Lions Island for the second week in a row. Yeah, done. Meanwhile, the other islands I took didn't go. And Eric, you successfully went on Jags Island and your own Cowboys Island. And of course, Island is when it's one versus the other two on the pick for any new listeners. So. Our tiebreaker was pretty pathetic, too. I mean, because we, we go for QB uh, yards, combined yards. Big Ben yeah, nearly died. I, I, I selected Big Ben. Big ben. And he nearly th- oh, you no, selected Big Ben. No, I took Big Ben. ben. Okay, You're, I didn't even dies. mark down yours because you were out of that. I, 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 think, it, I think I picked... Derek Carr, I believe. But I didn't get the totals. I don't know. I think I might have picked Drew Brees, actually. Oh, maybe Drew Brees. Yeah. Against the Panthers. It, it doesn't matter, but uh, yeah, your guy probably scored the most yards. It or doesn't, the most yards. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Robsburger got hurt. He finished with 189. And you won with your Aaron Rodgers selection, Eric, 294 yards only. You know what? But I'm uh, that, that was good enough. So it was a close one for us, but you went on the tiebreaker. That's why we have it in there. A dub's a dub, man. Why it's instituted. You know, I would have won the week if I would have just not taken the Browns for the first time this year, but... To we, be honest, we advised you against so hard to help. It was a close game, though. They yeah. lost by, on a two-point conversion, essentially. But, Look at him. but that, those are garbage-time points. Kind of, but I mean, it, it, they could have... Uh, Hugh Jackson made a questionable decision, I don't, and if, but either way, if the, the two-point went down, um, they would have tied yeah, it. Yeah, they tied the game. And the reason I picked them is because I remember we've had crazy games with Tennessee in these past couple of years, and usually with the Browns finishing on top. And so I, I think I was on the right track. It just didn't go through. But let's get into game, uh, rather, week seven, game one. We already let's talked it. about it a bit. Bears at pack. I mean... I How gotta do you guys take, feel? I gotta take the pack. I mean, I can't take Hoyer on the road in Green Bay. I get. I take your point that they won last year, the Bears in, in Green Bay, right? But the Packers have to win this one. I know they're not gonna have much running game to speak of, but Rodgers has to get it done in this one. I think he will, but I don't know. I'm taking Green Bay. You're 
better team than Chicago. You're 14th by uh, offense efficiency, of course, DVOA, from uh, footballoutsiders.com. Uh, and 7th by defense. The Bears are 19th and 15th. Like, you just... You're a better team. You've got more pieces. Uh, I'm not that. I wouldn't be that worried about it if I were you. And I know, like, you're in panic mode. But this is a team that if you lose to, then I would start to panic. Like the Cowboys are really good this year, right? And the Vikings. That's two year three losses. Right. Your only two losses actually. Right. The only two losses. Yeah. But it's just I, as watching this team and I watch them every week totally. and it, they just don't inspire confidence in me. And I don't think they're an actual contender. I think they're right now they're below. The actual content. They're that, that second, maybe even third tier of mm. teams, you know, where the the first tier is the Patriots, and I feel like that's it. Second tier, Broncos, Vikings, Cowboys, Falcons even, Seahawks. Yeah. Falcons played well again. And then, and then they're after that. They're like Bills, Packers. Uh, Just a tender. Yeah, It exactly. is weird for you to be in that third tier because the, the Packers are usually yeah, like nice. tier one or two. Right. Even when they lose some games early in the season. Which they you're still afraid of them, but it's week. already week seven. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to try to buy the win for your pack by taking Bears Island here, Mark? No, no, I'm not taking the Bears. It, right. my, just the Packer fanboy in me won't allow me to do that. So I got the pack. I'm not saying that very confidently, but no, certainly you are not. Well, what are your two <laughs> misters mix up? Selection. So, as far as touchdowns are concerned, I have Cameron Meredith for the Bears, being that the Packers don't have their starting three cornerbacks going. All right. uh, Sam Shields to IR, by the way, so uh, maybe he'll come back, you know, towards the end of the year. For the Packers, I have. This is tough, man. I I think I'm gonna go Randall Cobb. He's been having. Last couple of weeks, he's he come on strong, finally. Week, yeah. yeah, he scored last week, and, and the week before that, he had 10 grabs or 9 grabs. Yes. So I'm going to go Randall Cobb. Not rolling the dice with Niall Davis. Okay. No, Probably not so. yet. He might not even play, to be honest. It might just be Don Jackson and Ty Montgomery. Don Jackson. That sounds like a, some guy from the 70s or something. Seriously does. Okay. Moving to early times, you know, New York time on Sunday... We're at the second of three London-England games. Ugh. We've got <laughs> the Gents at the Rams. I don't really know where... I don't know who to pick in this one, to be honest. The Rams are back to 500, right? They're just settling in nicely. They both are. For their yeah, eight season. Giants are 500. You know, I, I took them and they did beat the Ravens, but... Uh, Barely. Yeah, basically it was just on a couple of Del Beckham, you know, amazing plays. I guess... Is Beckham going to bring his fiance to London with him is the question. Hmm. Ugh, I can't stand up though, Beckham. He's so annoying. So <laughs> kicking that. So corny already. I thought I found his antics a bit humorous this week, although he still almost cost his team the game by just taking his yeah. helmet off yeah. immediately and just scoring like an idiot. Every time. Yeah, he really doesn't seem to have any... I don't know, he doesn't seem to be thinking about much upstairs. But well, He went to LSU. So you, can, you, you can't really blame him. I don't know what that means. That must be a southern thing. I guess. Uh, Let's use a garbage school for arrival of uh, okay. Arkansas Jeez. Razorbacks, probably. Yikes. And then they fire less miles this year. Finally. Uh, so maybe he'll re- replace the coach. Yeah, they're coaching you guys less miles. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy that. Bring him in to call the plays. He's been wearing yellow for like 10 years. It's time. It'll, it'll, it'll well, it was, uh, his colors are a bit more Vikings colors, so. Uh, it's kind of an in-between. Well, yeah, I guess more Vikings. All right, so either way, I don't really know. I, I think I'm going to need to open up point-counterpoint 
counterpoint with Indiana, and of course, because we're back in England. Oh yeah, start to keep on classy with that e on the point. And I know you guys both hate the Giants, so yep. um, Marv, you take the Giants on sure. on the road in quotations here. Right. So you know, neutral site game. They're coming off. Their offense actually, you know, it, it didn't inspire much, but Odell came out and he showed why he's arguably the best receiver in the NFL. As annoying and as corny as he is, and as many penalties as he costs the Giants, that's what they pay for when he delivers on two over 60-yard touchdowns. It's insane. On a slant route, he just runs and no one can catch him. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Um, I don't see why he wouldn't be able to do that against his Rams team, who if you were going to pick a weakness – on their defensive side, it would be their back end, uh, their defensive backs. So I think Odell probably have another big game, want to show out for the for the fans out in London. Seems to really care about his brand. So uh, I think he's going to show up out there in, uh, you know, good old London town. I think Eli, I don't know. He doesn't inspire confidence. Jesus Christ. Eli Manning. What do you call him? The human sack, sack of laundry. laundry. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just think he's better than Case Keenum. <laughs> I am just I just like the, the Giants' offense a bit better than I like the Rams' defense, if that makes any yeah, sense. Keenum so was I'll running take, around this past week and running into the end zone. Well, it's it's funny because the Rams now... So the their first offense couple, is getting better. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, their I offense is getting yeah. better. Their defense is getting worse. Which is weird. Um, I don't get it. But I think the Giants will do just enough to but, win. And Ger- their offense seems to be getting better, but Gurley's still not doing much. Yeah, Gurley... But Keenum seems to be getting a little better, I guess. I don't yeah. know. What about Keenum and the Rams? That's your counterpoint with any Eric. Uh, you didn't see any reason that Od- Odell Buckham couldn't repeat his performance this week. Uh, the reason is that Eli Manning's going to be staring into the sky for most of the game and not just because a pretty bird flew by this time. <laughs> He's going to be on his back the whole time. They cannot run the football, and those... Rams defensive ends and linebackers are going to have their ears pinned back the whole time. They're going to be in his face. And they didn't do it to Matt Stafford. They didn't do it to Matt Stafford. They didn't that do it to Tyrod Taylor. That offense is predicated on like quick passes, though. Matt Stafford knows what he's doing, getting the ball out of his hands. Eli holds and waits for Beckham to be open. Eli doesn't have a lot of other options, and they have no run support on the Giants. I just think this game may be one of those low-scoring shootouts where it's like 19-22, to 22 and you're like, what happened? Uh, I just don't see... Seems to be an oxy. Yeah, low-scoring shootout. I was trying to... Well, like, they they both fire a lot of bullets, but a lot of them miss. Okay, okay. okay. I like that. I guess I like that. that Metaphor holds. <laughs> right. Nailed it. I can see that happening. I just don't see the Lions putting up a lot of... Or the Giants, excuse me, putting up a lot of points on the Rams' defense, given their inability to support uh, Beckman Company. So, like, having a duel, but they just stand there and keep missing each other. Right, right, right. All right. So, I have to make my pick here. All right. I'm going to say that... Mild-mannered Eli Manning, he enters one of those, you know, red phone booths they got in England and then comes out dressed as a human laundry sack man, (laughs) stretchy kind of sweater arm, reaches over to Beckham or Shepard or someone in the end zone. They get the offense, keep going from last. I I like what Bobby Rainey was doing for them last week a bit. He got a little bit of the chambering going. Short screen passes, getting them first downs and stuff. So I think they can run a little bit. I'll take the Giants. Um, Are you guys sticking with your points or flip-flopping them? I'm sticking with it. I'm going with the Giants as well. I would like to see this Rams offense do anything at all before I pick them. They have. Scored 28 points last week. Yeah, sure. I just told you Keenum ran one in. Yeah. 
Still, uh, no way, no way. I'm, I'm also picking the Giants. All right, so no islands to speak of yet, but we're only on the third game. Now we're back to regular times for us normal, regular folks. Absolutely. For humans. On the East Coast. Yes. My brownies rolling in too, Cincy. It's ridiculous. Like, so, of course, Browns still win this on six. But they, how many home games do you think they've had so far? Two. Exactly. And seven, and this is week seven, they're on the road again. How are they? How is it? How like shouldn't they have one of the easiest schedules in the league? Being a bad team, they have five road games to start the season basically in seven weeks. Yeah, I mean this this NFL season is kind of weird. Like the Packers just had four straight home games yeah, and a bye. So I think the Dolphins have some like four in a row home games like they're in the middle of now too or something. I don't know what's going on, but anyway, I'll I'll take Cincy. I mean, maybe um, maybe Hugh Jackson can get something going against his old team. I still like nah. what Kessler's been doing, but, yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to win 0-7 probably, so Bengals for me. Yeah, I got the Bengals. They actually looked decent against the Pats for a little bit, uh, then the Patriots just did what they do. Martin Lewis, way. man, uh, yeah. not a great coach. But I got the Bengals. They, right. they, they now have a, you know, they have it all in front of them now, where they can probably win this division. Well, because they're seeing that injury to Big Ben probably out. We'll, we'll talk about the Steelers later, right. but they're at 4 o'clock, but... Probably out like five, six weeks at least. Exactly. And the uh, Ravens just, uh, they can't Ravens win. are pretty mid-line. Yeah, okay. pretty much. They either win close games or lose close games. Yeah, this might be a year where the AFC North, You're, normally that's one of the best divisions in football, but not that great this year. All right. The Bullet Skines. I'm going to go ahead and take the Bengals too. All right, I figured, yeah. So the Bullet Skines at the Detroit Lions home for their third week in a row. I've rode them the past two weeks. This week, I don't know. I got. I I feel like I'm like at the table. I'm hot with the Lions, but I need to get out away at the right time before mm-hmm. I lose my money. You know. The skins are four and two. I don't know somehow. how. <laughs> they're the they're like the most. They're the team with the best record. That's the worst team to me. But they're not good. I still I still think I might pick them to win this game and go to five and two. What do you guys? They beat the Eagles last week. Uh, I yeah. mean, there's no Lane Johnson. Maybe that matters. Uh, it does. He's lot. one of their best players um, um, offensively. DVOA does not like the Lions. They're 32nd in defensive efficiency, and they're 26th overall. DVOA really likes Washington, which isn't isn't meshing with what I see on the field. But they're four and two. Their offense can at least do some things. I'm still not impressed in their defense. Their offense is the ninth most efficient. Uh, going up against the league's no, least no, efficient uh, defense, Jordan I would Reed go ahead and take either. them. Yeah. I know. It's on my fantasy team. All right, I'm yeah, I'm taking Washington here. I think I am too. Lions Island, Marv. I've enjoyed my stay there a few weeks in a row. No, they're gonna you just want my condo. No, nah, fuck, up. fuck no. the Lions, man. They're right, just gonna. They, if I pick them, they're just gonna lose because yep. I picked them. Yep. They're just gonna do it to spite me, because I'm a Packer and screw that. I'm picking the Skins. Uh, I think the Skins' offense is actually pretty good. I think it would be a shootout. It's good. All right, we're holding hands all the way to the fifth game here. What's the dude's name? Matt Moore. Last week. Which dude? They're they're running back. Matt Jones. Matt Jones. Yeah. And they have another one too. He came. He came out hard last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been. Uh, he's actually been pretty good. Yeah. And <laughs> say say how impressed you are with him in that Southern draw. I'm quite impressed with that boy. Boy can run the football. Should just keep doing that, man. <laughs> I'm a trap. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving now. Um, I don't really care to talk more about those two teams. No, it's over. Now, surprisingly, with this next game, I actually kind of like this matchup, and I'll be interested to watch some of it. Which in past years, you would definitely not be saying that, but that's Raiders going into Jacksonville, the Jags, who have won two in a row now. Uh, yeah. 
I think this game will be like kind of entertaining. I guess I really hate the Jags because because Raiders are fun to watch offensively. Yeah, the Jags can be fun at times offensively. Normally they struggle, but against their pretty poor Raiders past defense, defense, I think this could be a real shootout where they are hitting hitting the targets. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm uh, I could also see their team winning this one, but I am gonna go Raiders. Although I won't be shocked if the Jags win, but Raiders have done well on the road East Coast this year, surprisingly, and uh, I think they'll keep that role. They have so many games already on the East Coast; it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I got. More I think this is the third ones. one. I got yeah, the Raiders. I think I'm going to go Raiders as well. Um, we're gambling. If we're gambling for a shootout, the Raiders have one of the league's best offenses and one of the league's worst defenses. The uh, Jaguars have one of the league's worst defenses, the second least efficient uh, offense. Excuse me. If we're if we're saying that it's going to be a shootout, uh, we're gambling on the fact that the Raiders' defense is so has been so bad to make the Jaguars' offense look good, and I don't necessarily want to give that to them this week. Uh, I I don't want to just say that because the Raiders' defense is bad, the Jags are going to do well on offense when they're so inept most of the time. Yeah, man, they just pulled that one out. You know, last week against the Bears, who yeah, the Bears know, really choked hard. On right, that one. so. The, the Jags really should be 1-4 going into this, in my opinion. They haven't had a, yeah. an impressive win at all. I just, I just, I like played. the Raiders. Sometimes you can get streaky even, even as a bad team. Um, sure. We keep winning sure. these games at the end. All right, Saints at KC Chiefs, uh, and I'll take the Chiefs in this one. Me as well. They um, did beat the Raiders no, last No week. way. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs just because the Saints are at home. Maybe if the Saints were uh, hosting, maybe I would change that pick. But uh, the Chiefs looked really good last week against the Raiders, uh, like we all said they would. Saints played D for like 20 minutes last week, and then completely not at all. So yeah, they tried to give that game away. They tried, but uh, well, they really tried. Oh, poor Panthers. Well, uh, we'll. Uh, I was gonna say we'll get to them, but are they on the bye this week? Also, I think so. they are on a bye this week. Yep. Uh, Okay, well, we'll talk about them next week. Bills at Dolphins in an AFC East tilt. Bills hot, like I said, haven't lost since week two. The Dolphins killed the Steelers. Uh, yeah, and... The Dolphins killed Landry Jones. Well, no, no he had barely even played. I mean, Ben came back in and tried Ben to came back game. in and played mm-hmm. the... But they were, the weren't doing great before he got hurt. I did see this stat after, which I was kind of like, oh, man, I kind of wish I would have maybe won Dolphins on the upset last week because... In the Mike Tomlin era, the the Steelers have a shockingly bad record against teams like yeah. te- like bad teams like that yeah. have like three wins or less. Well, I mean, it depends what part of the season, but like teams that I think it was like teams with a sub two fifty record, so like five hundred, you know, you're winning half the games. Sub two fifty, they're like like two and nine or something crazy. So that is weird. Um, they really choke in those games, which they did again. I don't think Dolphins will. Win twice in a row, even at home. I'm gonna go with the Bills are hot, um, and even with no Sammy Watkins, they're still getting it done. Sean McCoy really came alive this week. I know he's trying Finally. to stick it to Chip Kelly, but mm-hmm. I think he could stay hot down in Miami, and uh, I'll go Bills. Yeah, I'm going Bills as well. Uh, Finally, I think McCoy's one of the MVPs of the season this year. He he's really carrying them right now without you know an actual passing threat. Um, the Bills might be one of the best teams in the AFC if you look at it. They might go 5-2. and two. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, eight touchdowns to only two interceptions. That's pretty good for a guy that doesn't really have a number one wideout. So I, I'm impressed by the Bills. I think they'll come out and they'll beat the Dolphins. 
Yeah, I keep trying to create some space here between us so that the the actual Pick'em game will be fun. But uh, these games just aren't no, letting no me Island do it. Yeah, um, I'm going to take Buffalo. They're the third most efficient team in the league this week. Just behind Minnesota and Seattle and just ahead of Dallas and Philly. Philly and Dallas, excuse me, in order. Which really surprises me because I haven't watched any Bills games and I assumed that the Bills were bad. But uh, I'm definitely going to take them this week. Like, Miami's just not a good team. I don't care what happened last week. Okay, so uh, before we continue, we, let's backtrack quickly. We forgot to make the rest of our picks, so you need Cleveland and Oakland for Mr. Mix-Up. I need a L.A. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for Rams, I guess I'll just... I keep riding Gurley. I didn't score last week, but... They're trying to catch him riding Kenny Britt, man. You think? All right. I don't know, but... <laughs> that seems like he, he might... Yeah, yeah. All right, I want to mix it up this week. I'll go Kenny Britt. That's fine. What about Browns and Raiders for you? Terrell Pryor as a receiver and Washington, the running back from All Oakland. Right. All right, now let's continue. Ravens at the Jets, who will uh, be officially starting Geno Smith. Mr. Geno Smith this week. Welcome back, Geno. Welcome, uh, welcome back, back Geno, and I think welcome back to the win column of Baltimore. <laughs> you, got, you got me. You got me. I thought you were going to say Jets there for a minute. Yeah, I got the Ravens as well. They always play close games. I just feel like Geno will probably mess it up at the end with a shitty pick or a stupid fumble. So, yeah, I got the Ravens. The Ravens, actually, they're not that bad. They're 3-3 three and three bad to me. Closing. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I feel like their defense isn't, isn't bad. Terrell Suggs did tear his bicep in that Giants game, so yeah. I'm not sure if he's playing Almost this week. Almost 70 tears for that. But their defense isn't bad, and, and their offense is... Okay, I think it could get it done. The Jets just we, look bad. Well, we all have been saying all year with the Ravens. I've been saying it at least is their 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 defense isn't bad, but they're susceptible to the big play. Right, it burned them a couple times this past week. Who on the Jets is really gonna be that threat? I don't see anyone. So I, I mean, they have guys. It's just they don't have a quarterback. What's right now. Uh, what's his name out for the year as well? So Eric Decker, Eric Decker, one of their main weapons. So I think the Ravens are on that. Jeff Fisher special this year with a little 500-8-8 action, and this will be one more step to, I guess, 4-3. and three. I can see that. I can see that. I, it's funny, though, man. I just, remember a couple weeks back I was defending the Jets. You were. And Jesus Christ. How, how every, at, the Browns-Jets matchup coming up in a couple weeks. That, I'm that, that might be, for you. That might that be, might be the, it, the way to 1-15. It just got a lot worse for these guys. Like the de- Even the defense. It's What they did well, stop the run. David Johnson, granted he's David Johnson, ran all over them. They couldn't do anything. It was crazy. Since you brought him up just now, I was going to wait till we got to the Cardinals game, but I'm going to make David Johnson my, to just to wrap up Mr.'s mix-up, that's going to be my uh, bi-week selection. Scoring on the, on the Seahawks. That's right. All right. Yes, hard to do, uh, but he's the guy who can do it. All right, uh, and do you like the Ravens also, or are you going to? give us any type of separation with the Jets Island. You keep making me pick last, so it's my fu- it, it is my fault that we right, don't well, have Well, you can pick first in the next game. No, it's okay. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens. The Jets are the worst team in the league by, by DVOA through six weeks. All right. Do you want to take in the Colts-Titans matchup in the worst division in life, the AFC South? Who are you taking? Young, uh, whatever. <laughs> Celebration penalty, whatever. Young, whatever. I like that. Too. Young taunting penalty. Um, Young TP, that's right. I'm going to take the Titans to run all over this terrible, terrible, embarrassing Colts defense in what is ultimately a close game because Andrew Luck is Andrew Luck. 
Yeah, the Colts D is pathetic. Really pathetic that they blew that game to the Texans. Uh, they're going to blow another four one. minutes or whatever. Yeah. On uh, Sunday night it was. Well, see, I wanted the Titans too, so. <laughs> Do you like Colts Island, Mara? No, nah, I like the Titans. This is not wow. The tiebreaker could really come into effect this yeah, week. Yeah, I like the Titans. Mariota's looked really good the last couple weeks against these shit teams and fly Hawaiian air, son. And this is another bad team, so yeah, we're gonna well, be flying Hawaiian. A lot of bad games, uh, as as has been the case this season, most of it. A, a pretty good one that's gonna wrap up the uh, the earlier slate, which we're also gonna knock that e off the end of it since we're back stateside. But uh, back to point counterpoint, Vikings at Eagles. How about you ride for the Vikings, Eric? Uh, that's easy. The Vikings are a better team than the Eagles next. Uh, no. Their that defense... could have been great. That could have been... <laughs> that's probably better than anything you're going to say right now. Uh, that's can... the best no, point those, that you can make. Those stats and rankings out. They're ranked second and fifth, respectively, uh, by DVOA on defense. The Vikings defense just won't let up. They're, they are the uh, 0-2 Ravens. They are the... Broncos from last year. I totally believe in this defense, and they're getting it done on offense as far as efficiency goes. I know they're not putting up a ton of points, but Bradford's not turning it over. They're running the ball decently with uh, those backups behind that sort of shitty, like low-key bad offensive line. Uh, Matt Asiata and crew, Jarek McKinnon, he's still out there. Yep. Uh, somehow getting it done. Their offense is the eleventh, the eleventh most efficient, and uh, there's there's just a little bit of separation between them and Philly coming in at sixteenth, which is right at no variation on offense, whereas. Minnesota's 4.5% more efficient than uh, average. All right. How about the uh, probably underdog home Eagles, Mark? Right. So they uh, are underdogs by two and a half points. I don't know. I think the Eagles, even though they, they've lost two in a row and Wentz didn't look good last week, they did come back to make it close because they were down bigger and they only lost by a touchdown. They were, you know, coming back in that game. He's only thrown one pick this year, so even though he didn't have an efficient game last week, he didn't turn the ball over. And the defense, the Eagles' defense to me is still legit. You know, given 27 to the Redskins, probably doesn't sound as much, but um, they're not bad on the, on the defensive end of the ball. Giving up 27 on the road with your quarterback, your rookie quarterback not playing well, I'm not too mad at that. What the Vikings... Their weakness, I guess you would say, is their offense. Um, they haven't really run the ball that well. McKinnon has had one good game since he's been, you know, prime into that spot. They're winning their games just like the Broncos did last year, just defense and don't turn the ball over. I think this is one team that Sam Bradford might be susceptible to turn the ball over to. Uh, the Eagles, his former team, I'm sure they might want some payback for all the shit all games right. that he gave them. Mm. So I can see the Eagles maybe shocking the world. The Vikings aren't going to go undefeated, so why not this week? I like that reasoning, Marv. That being said, I still am going to take the Vikings here. The Vikings I just think they're the better team. Yeah. I'm going to um, take the Eagles. Okay. So you guys want to stick with your assigned points? I do. The difference between in those three points, uh, those three ranks on defensive DVOA, is that the Vikings are 25% more efficient. They're one-fourth, again, more efficient than the league average defense, and the Eagles are 16% more efficient. So there's okay. a big gap there. I think there's room in that gap, metaphorically, for the Vikings offense to move. A nice roomy gap for them. Okay. Marv to Eagles Island. Finally, we get separation. Let's move to 4 o'clock Eastern, three, three games. Chargers 
rolling into the hot Atlanta Falcons, who did cool off a bit with a loss, but played tough in Seattle. Got pretty screwed on a call and it, it, at the end of the game. Yeah, man, that was a pass in the On Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. And he almost caught it anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, the Falcons are clearly a better team than we thought they were going to be, even though I think some of us kind of liked them preseason. Were you talking them up a bit, Eric? Yeah, they were a playoff team for me. Okay. I think they're going to win this Looking division smart. now. They were my Looking wild card smart. team. Yeah, I mean, they, that division certainly in their hands at this point. Any Chargers upset theory? No, they got that last week. Uh, Philip Rivers had his Philip Rivers game. He's, he's good Philip Rivers, his Jekyll game. And it's been uh, 10 days since they played. Right. No, I don't think that defense has anything for the Atlanta offense, and I don't think there's a... I don't think there's any reason to pick them. They got the monkey off their back with the win, and I assume they'll go back to being a mediocre team this week. The Chargers, to me, are the best worst team. They yeah. could be the best sick. bad team or the worst good team. They're definitely not a good team. They're the so best they're wor- bad team. Yeah. They could be five and one. They could. They're, they've been in every game. It's just they've found ways to lose all of them. Almost lost their last one on a hail mary. If Trevor Seaman had any kind of arm, he only threw it. I just feel. The Chargers can make it interesting. I think they will. I still don't necessarily believe in Atlanta's defense all the way. Mm. So I do believe in their offense. I think their offense might be able to match up with anybody's defense, maybe even the Vikings. But their defense, they still don't generate enough of a pass rush for me to make me think that they'll stop Phillip Rivers, who in all actuality hasn't really been stopped by anyone this year. He's actually he's doing his thing. I think it'll be close, but I got the Falcons pulling it off in the end. Yeah, I'll, I'm taking the Falcons too. I'm not comfortable enough to take Chargers, but I will put this theory out for a possible way they could win, other than just what you're saying about the the defense. The team in general for Atlanta, I could see they're a little fatigue setting in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've had two really tough road games in a row. One one lost one, but it's close. They finished that road trip, now they're back home. I could see the letdown p- potentially happening here. Right. And the Chargers, conversely, even though I think they are going to lose this game, I think at least that win against the rival Broncos, which I didn't even realize was the first win in the AFC, in their division in like 12 games or something crazy. It's been a while. Um, I think maybe they've got the monkey off their back, like you're saying, of of these crazy end-of-game losses. Like, McCoy's still a bad coach. It's not going to be good. But, it's true. But I don't think they're going to have another crazy loss at the end of this one. Maybe just Falcons pull away toward the end and are, are the better team. So we're all Falcons. Yep. I, yeah. All right. Uh, Bucks at Niners, and this could be, it could be the, the worst game of the week. Carlos yeah. Hyde's probably not playing. He's been see- seen with the, his arm in a sling. Kaepernick. Looks like he's starting another week. I mean, Doug they, Martin might not come. No, might not be with, back. With Hyde, they out. They have literally no weapons on offense, right? I mean, maybe Tari Smith gets open every four games. Well, the Bucks' defense is terrible. It's so if free. there's one team that maybe the Niners can move the ball on, it'll be this team. I mean, the first half they did move the ball on the Bills, and then then they got just fucking destroyed. But you know, it's 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 might be. Might be intriguing. I think Carlos Hyde being out, Carlos Hyde being their best option and being out is why I'm going to pick the Bucks. I'm picking the Bucks just because I feel they're a better team. I, th- I like Jameis, and I think uh, even though their defense is bad, their offense, as long as Jameis is there, Mike Evans, I think they'll they could match up with a team with a bad team like the Niners. I think they'll be fine. So I think they'll win. They'll be three and three and back in the hunt. I guess. Uh, they have two wins. Yeah, they're two and three. They beat the Panthers and they beat the 
Oh, right, they beat the Panthers. That's how they got number two. I remember yeah. they had one win before that. Oh, yeah, because they were on the bye last week. Yeah, they beat the Panthers and the Falcons. I'm going to pick a tie in this game. Falcons week one, yeah. In that weird week, game. Week two. Two? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, no, week one, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I thought yep. so. I have a lot of road teams already, man. I just don't feel comfortable picking the Niners, though. They're so bad. Uh, well, yeah. why would you pick the Niners? I, don't, I can't think of a good reason, so I'm going to have to go He was both. trying real hard, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I just don't see it either. I would. I want Kaepernick to do Kaepernick well. Kaepernick looks but bad. Same. I don't understand how he fits his helmet on, even with this gigantic throw. <laughs> yeah, Bucks. All right. Bucks it is. A guy who... Gets together and kicks field goals. Oh, fucking Robert Wilde's team. Oh. <laughs> All right. Pats at Steelers. This, the shine has gone uh, uh, yeah, considerably up this game. So Not for me as a, as a huge Big Ben hater and Steelers hater. I, I love to see uh, Landry Jones sucking out there. But, this um, sucks. Man. Yeah, the Pats are going to beat that ass without Roethlisberger out there. There's there's no way. Roethlisberger out four to six weeks. Seems his annual... Injury, it gets every year. Um, is this the game where ba- Roethlisberger's backup gets injured and the backup to the backup comes in for three weeks? Who is that anyway? Well, it was Landry Jones last year. I don't know who it is. Oh right, because Mike Vick was yeah. was the number two guy. That was just last year that happened. Huh? I hope not, because uh, they still have, like Greg Kowski or whatever. Might or be just Greg Kowski is are his bones like up to the test? <laughs> no, but. Yeah, I don't know who their third-string quarterback is. Uh, might be him. Maybe it's another Whitehurst week. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the game is in Pittsburgh, no, it's so... It's in Pittsburgh. The Pats D is still not that great to me. Steelers still do but, have Antonio Brown. Yeah, I mean, they, I, I could see the Steelers scoring some points in this game, especially if they can get Lev Bell going at all, but I, still, I just can't see him winning it, so Pats for me. Yep. Yeah, Pat's for me as well. Mm-hmm. I really wish Big Ben was playing. We've been fucking. We've, I'm sorry, I'm cursing a lot. It's just uh-huh. my, my life is is in shambles. But <laughs> we've been robbed of this game being a good game for a couple years now. Well, yeah. I feel like they haven't. It hasn't been Big Ben versus Brady and everybody at full strength. That hasn't happened in a couple years. I want to see that game. The Pets historically own the Steelers. That's they do, thing. but they haven't played the Steelers with this offense that they have. And would you if? if there was no injuries on the Steelers. Would you guys be more inclined to pick them in this game? Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, they're at home. They're a totally different team at home, as we have seen. And they, they get up for these good teams. These, these aren't the teams that they lose to. You know, so I, I would be inclined to it. Would I? I don't know. Can't say. But I, I would give it some thought. I would give it some reason. Now that I, when I heard Landry Jones was in, it was, I'm not even thinking about this, you know. All right. Yeah, they probably screwed themselves by not taking one of these rookie QBs this year. Okay, Seahawks at Cardinals, uh, Monday, uh, sorry, Sunday night. Good matchup here, should be on the Johnson. Tell us why your boys are going to win. All right, yeah, <laughs> let's do point, no, we'll, we'll do point counterpoint here. Right. This, is a good, this is a good one, and his boys are the Cardinals. Yeah. So that means you team. start, because we start the road team. Start so with the Seahawks. The Seahawks are going to win because they're just a better team. Jimmy Graham is now incorporated into this offense, actually looks decent for the first time in mm-hmm. two years. Uh, Christine Michaels doing his thing, scoring touchdowns. The running game looks good. Uh, Russell Wilson, while he hasn't really done much this year, he's still a little hobbled. If the rest of his team is, is performing like it has to, he doesn't have to you know, do what he did last year, where he was really the reason why they even made the playoffs. He was the one carrying them for a while, and then the defense came on. 
This year is the complete opposite, where the defenses come out strong, they're dominating guys, and the running game looks just as good as when Lynch was in there. So I don't, I don't see a reason. And the card, the the thing is, the Cardinals just they look different. You can tell they're a different team. Carson Palmer is a, sh- I don't know, I don't He's know. Should this year. He did a little better this past week. He scored one touchdown against against the worst against the worst secondary in the league. I mean, granted, Revis came back. Seems like he's healthy. He was on Larry Fitz, but he scored one touchdown against the Jets. I was like, I I expected you know him Mm -hmm. to break out, have a big game, and it was David Johnson, and that was it. I think if the Seahawks contain David Johnson, I don't think Carson Palmer is going to do enough to beat him. How about it? First of all, I don't think the Seahawks are going to contain David Johnson. That running attack with the uh, Cardinals is impeccable this season. Um, The defenses are right there together, first and third by DVOA, with Seattle with the edge by seven percentage points, but uh, only two ranks. The offense looked really bad for the first, like, several weeks of the season. After that Patriots game, uh, Seattle's offense, or excuse me, Arizona's offense did not look good. But... Since in the last couple of games, I feel like they've gone to a more run-heavy attack. I, I feel like they've stopped doing the high-flying circus act with, with their offense, with those receivers, and are just running like a getting back to a regular old offense, something that Carson Palmer Look at in the his two old teams age they feels played. more comfortable with. They played the Cardinals. The Jets and the, they played the Niners and the Jets. Jets and the Niners. Two easy wins, sure, especially for that defense. I feel like if you're going to say the Cardinals are going to win, um, which I'm not sure that I'm doing, you're going to say that in a, in a very close defensive slugfest, David Johnson gets it done, right? David Johnson gets it done, and Carson Palmer does just enough with all of those weapons on offense because they do still have those weapons, even if it looks differently. So that's the argument. All right. Yeah, hearing the arguments, I'm going to have to go Seattle. Another road team in Week 7. I'm picking almost all road teams, but uh, give me Seattle. You know what? I wanted to pick Seattle, but... Um, Cards Island because I feel like Marv's going to go Seattle. Yeah, I'm going Seattle. That's I, the wise move, yeah. Yeah, I picked Seattle to win the division when we did our previews right. earlier in the season. I said Arizona, I just, but I don't know. Yeah, I just think this is the kind of game, you know, if you want to win the division, Seattle has to beat these guys, and I think they will. Uh, I'm looking back. The Seahawks have allowed two rushing touchdowns all year, both to Carlos Hyde. Hmm. I know David I, I Johnson. I think David Johnson is going to score on them. That's I why know. I picked him. I think Johnson will have another pretty good game, but it just won't be enough. I can't. No Cards Island? No. Let's do it. Cards Island. All right. That's me. That's your team, man. That's your that's your uh, your adopted team. This is the week that I go down with the ship. <laughs> All right. And finally, to wrap it up, Monday night, Texans at Broncos. Blech. You normally would say, like, the quarterback coming back oh, revenge nice. game, yeah. like, Osweiler revenge game. This one should well, be did like. Did you hear what Brandon uh, Marshall said? Well, I was gonna say this should be like Osweiler's thank you game for getting him all that money on this yeah. Broncos team. Thank you guys for getting me seven million dollars. You guys are the best. But what did Marshall say? Brandon Marshall said we literally want to kill him. Literally, I don't know. I think the the Broncos they're gonna uh-huh. come out and they're gonna punch him in the face. Uh, I, I don't think it's gonna be pretty. Why is there bad blood there? I have no idea. I, he just he came out and said to leave the Broncos when they were offering him all that money. I guess that's or, true. The Broncos did give him an offer. They were offering he, him like fifty six. Yeah. He took seventy. Maybe he's a huge supporter of the uh, national anthem that we don't know. Nah, maybe, maybe because uh, what's his name is uh, Marshall's uh, one of the guys kneeling down and all that, right? Yeah, he was. Maybe yeah. he said. Some, maybe he popped off with some all lives matter bullshit. Maybe that's why they hate him. 
I don't know, but uh, he didn't look bad again last week, at least. But it was the Colts, we know. They but stink. offensively, this game is just a black hole, man. Yeah. I, I, Seaman I fell off, or I don't no know. I do these offenses. I guess I'll probably go Broncos, but I'm not, I don't even feel that great about it, really. Denver 17 to 9? It just seems that the Broncos can't run the ball right now. That's kind of so they they're talking about incorporating Booker a bit more. Yeah, I was gonna say Booker is that guy, right? He he was running okay. Uh, It was pissing me off because I have CJ Anderson on a team. Just CJ Anderson does this. I keep seeing him like uh, I keep he's twenty what twenty two. Another guy Booker's twenty three. Every time I saw a Bronco getting a good, you know, I wasn't paying the most attention to the game, but I had it on. Every time I look up, I see a Bronco getting a nice runoff. I'm like, yes. And I see it's 23. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, man. I think maybe incorporating Booker will help. I just feel like they're going to get it done on the strength of the defense. And Simeon will be decent at home. So. All right. Yeah, so we'll both go Broncos. Are you making that a clean sweep? Oh, I said Broncos a oh, while ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but before we started, he picked the Broncos. All right, so that's week seven picks. Not a great slate of games. Bad games. Bad week. It's been a bad year, bad man. Year. I really do believe that. I'm sick and tired of this season already, to be honest. Um, well, hopefully our spirits can get raised somehow. Now, island-wise, I didn't go on any. You're on Eagles Island Marv. You're on Cards Island Eric. So we're, we're really going to need to throw them tiebreakers out this time. Marv, you go first. Uh, we'll do an order of the standings here. You go, then I'll go. Then I'll so go. quarterback yardage. Jeez, let me look at these games really quick. I'm going to guess it's not going to be Osweiler or Seaman. Definitely not. I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick Derek Carr against the Jags. Derek Carr? Okay, okay. You don't like it? Jags think. No, they do. That's true. <laughs> um, I will take... Let me ride Matt Ryan again. Hmm. And hopefully my uh, fatigue there is off. Matthew Stafford. Interesting. Okay. Against the Rams. You picked the Rams or no? Uh, we all went to... Uh, well, no, they're not playing the Rams. They're, they're playing, playing the, the, the uh, Bulls I'm sorry, they played, the, they played the Rams last week. We, we all won Washington. Them? Okay, okay. Yeah, because as I just said, only two uh, two games have any dissent. Um, all right, well, that's going to do it. I mean, yeah, like I said, hopefully our spirits will be raised here. I'll tell you, my spirits will be raised if my Cleveland tribe uh, finishes off them Jays in just a couple hours from now. So I wanted to tell you, I actually want to tell you this on air. If you guys lose today, the Blue Jays are going to come back and win the series. You think they're going to pull the, the Red Sox over the Yankees? I think so. And uh, li- listen, We do have listen, pitching issues. Starters, that's the thing. But... You have no starters. The Indians have two and a half starters. They're pitching a kid today who's made 11 career starts, a rookie. Mm-hmm. I he think gets... it's only his second career start. Maybe his second start of the year. Right, right, right. I think it's 11 innings that he's pitched. Okay. Or um, I might have my, my stats mixed up. But he's a rookie. If they show him tomorrow, uh, game six, you have Tomlin, and then game seven, Kluber on short rest, which he's See, never done and wasn't that good. Tomlin at home, um, I, I think I'm going to be confident with it. But okay. either way, I think this, this kid uh, pitching is not the kind of guy that the Jays do well against. Um, doesn't throw fastballs. Right, right. That's a lot of soft toss, right. uh, tosser type of guy. They, uh, it's apparently the Jays haven't done well this year with pitchers they haven't seen before. So it'll be interesting. But um, I'm still confident. But I, I would like to see him get it done today. Yeah, just right. be ready for the Dodgers or Cubs or whoever. But that's more. Uh, that's that's more talk for that new podcast me and Pat Nam launched. Brooklyn ball banter. Go listen to that one. 
We'll check in on all this stuff and week eight picks next week. See how good we did. See how great these games turned out to be. Stay subscribed to the Rebound Podcast. <laughs> Pray for Marv. Hopefully, it leaves hell. And uh, that's it for us. Peace. <laughs>